Mission. I'm Miranda, and I'm so glad that you've tuned in with us today. Maison is a Greek word that means greater. Maison Mission is all about creating greater spaces for people to hear and experience the good news of Jesus. A couple of announcements before we get started. We want to invite you to join us for Serve GNV on Christmas Eve. We're going to flip the script on the traditional Christmas Eve service, and instead we're going to serve our city by assembling gift bags and delivering them around the city. We're going to be thanking those working on Christmas Eve by showing them that they are seen, known, and loved. We'll conclude the day with a Christmas Eve service at FCC. Everything starts at 2 p.m. on Saturday, December 24th. We hope you will join us as we love our city together. Also, we're collecting items to put in these gift bags. There's an Amazon list in our link tree. You can see the list if you visit our Facebook community group. We're collecting these items for the gift bags. You can bring the items to Maison Live on December 4th and December 18th. Thanks! Our next Maison Live is next week on December 4th. Service is at 5 p.m. at FCC. Invite a friend! There'll be a meal prepared for us to share after Maison Live, so come hungry. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, cause you're awesome. Happy birthday. That's right. Two years ago today, Maison Mission released our very first online program. What an incredible two-year journey it has been. We want to take a minute to celebrate our church and to recognize that there is no way the Maison Mission could be what it is or where it is today without you. You've tuned in. You've showed up. You've supported us and encouraged us to keep going. So from all of us at Maison Mission to every one of you watching at home or in your house church groups, we just want to say thank you. Thanks for making Maison Mission a success. All right, let's turn things over to Kevin as he begins a new series today called Travel Light. Hi, welcome to Maison Mission. I'm Kevin Brusher, the pastor here at Maison. Wow, two years old. That's so good. Um, I just wanted to piggyback on what Miranda already said and say thank you for walking with us and for supporting us. I also wanted to just take a minute to thank our friends at Anthem Church for being so generous to us when we first started out. You know, I help out over at Anthem on their production and music teams, and I'm even wearing some of Anthem's swag today. Um, some people might think that's weird. Why would a pastor from one church help out at another? Well, I'll tell you what. The kingdom of Jesus is, is big. It's really, really big. And one of the big things that the church does is help people to connect with God's heart for them. There are people that Anthem connect with that Maison would never be able to connect with. And there are people that need Maison as a safe space to journey with people towards God's heart for them. 
We're not in competition with each other. Uh, We may have different purposes and missions, but we're all loving and serving the same God and the same city. And that is a really good thing. So thanks, Anthem Church. Thanks, Maison Mission. And thanks to everyone listening to this program who believes in the greater mission of God's good news. All right, let's dive into our teaching today. As we enter into this holiday season, this is the time of year that seems to stir up all of our stuff. Our fears, insecurities, and feelings are all on 11. We know that Uncle Johnny is going to be at that Christmas gathering and he's going to get into politics over dinner. Inside, we're bracing ourselves because we're trying to live up to the expectations of those in-laws, friends, family, co-workers, Christmas parties, traveling, and don't even get me started about the shopping. It's pretty hard to find Christmas joy when it seems like everything around us should have a trigger warning. We all have stuff that we bring with us into the holidays. We're all carrying things that may or may not be helpful to our journey, not just through the holidays, but all year round. Well, today we're starting a new series called Travel Light, and we're going to be looking at some of these extra items that we carry with us, and hopefully how we can unpack our bags and get rid of some of these things that are weighing us down. So I want to be really vulnerable with you guys today, and I'm sure none of this is going to be a real surprise to those of you who really know me. But I have ADHD, Attention Deficit Hyperactive Disorder, for those of you who aren't insiders. Um, I started school in the 80s in a pretty rural area, and ADHD was a pretty new thing back then. Uh, When I was younger in school, it was near debilitating to me in trying to keep up with teachers in classrooms. They tried all these different medications, and sometimes they worked, but usually the trade-off was me feeling like a zombie. And so eventually, I just decided that I was going to learn how to cope with it on my own. The reason I share this with you is because I live in a constant state of being distracted. Like, for real. Like, even now, as I look at this camera, I can hear the ticking clock in the next room, wondering if it's getting picked up by this microphone, and if people will hear it in this recording. Imagine that and about a dozen other distracting thoughts all happening in my brain at the same time, while also trying to accomplish a task. Welcome to my world. It's not all bad, though. There's a huge benefit to ADHD, and it's this thing called hyperfocus. Sometimes, and I don't get to pick when, man, wouldn't that be awesome, but sometimes, randomly, I can fixate on a task and get it done like it has never been done before. I become the turbo taskmaster. Um, it's honestly pretty incredible. But as randomly as this hyperfocus can appear, it can just as quickly and randomly disappear. Um, I've learned to write things down, take good notes. Um, there's all kinds of different ways to cope with a neurodeficiency like this. Um, some people find it annoying. But as a 46-year-old who has learned to live with this my whole life, it's just as much a part of who I am as anything else. It's who God made me to be, and I see it more now as a gift than a liability. I just wish younger me could have experienced a world where neurodeficiencies like this were just accepted, embraced, and loved for what it is. I know there's some people watching who have walked through a similar situation or know people who have kids with these kinds of unique characteristics, and I just want you to know there is nothing wrong with you. There's nothing wrong. We just experience the world 
differently. And that can be a beautiful thing. Now, I feel like I'm a bit of an expert when it comes to distraction. I've learned that there's some distractions that just happen naturally. And I also know that there's some distractions that I choose and that I can allow to become pretty bad habits. Take a look down at your hand. And I bet most of you are actually holding on to your phone. Did you know that the average person picks up their phone to check it every 12 minutes? They spend at least two hours a day on social media. When you're lying in bed trying to fall asleep, do you scroll through TikTok or Instagram until your eyelids get heavy? Any gamers out there? Any Netflix binge watchers? We can all find ways to distract our minds. And I want to be clear here. Not all distractions are bad. This isn't a Turner Burn sermon about how all distractions are sinful, but I do think that we need to remind ourselves at times that distractions are just that, distractions. We don't want our distractions to turn into subliminal avoidance tactics or relationship-destroying addictions. And so this holiday, when the stresses creep in, do we turn to our distractions for comfort? Do we turn to our distractions to escape? Is it easier to sneak down the hall and play a game on your phone than to sit at the table and engage with Uncle Johnny and the rest of the family? Check out this verse in 1 Corinthians. I am saying this for your benefit, not to place restrictions on you. I want you to do whatever will help you serve the Lord best with as few distractions as possible. Maybe there's something more that God wants to do in these situations. Maybe there are opportunities for us to serve God and others that we wouldn't be able to see if we were distracted. Now understand, I am the distraction king. I wrestle with this stuff all the time, so I'm kind of preaching to myself. Even I don't want to talk politics with Uncle Johnny. But maybe there's a way I can share love and serve Uncle Johnny, right? Maybe there's an opportunity that God wants to open up for me to be salt and light at my holiday gathering. Maybe it isn't going to be through sharing actual words. Maybe it's going to be through just being available to help prepare or clean up the meal. Maybe it's going to be to offer to take out the trash because it's overflowing and nobody else is noticing it. Maybe it's going to be offering to take your sister-in-law's kids outside to play catch while she tries to help in the kitchen. Because at the end of the day, what are the most important things? We know this. It's those two greatest commandments that Jesus tells us about. Loving God and loving others. It says that all the laws and the commands are fulfilled if we do these things. This is the most complete form of living that we could ever pursue, to love God and love others. But the only way we can see what others need around us, if we can let go of distractions and focus on being present in the moment. When we rest in God and intentionally remove distractions from our lives, we can more readily serve and love God and others. I just want to close with this passage from Proverbs. It says this, Keep your eyes straight ahead. Ignore all sideshow distractions. Watch your step, and the road will stretch out smooth before you. Let's pray together. God, I just want to thank you that your spirit is with us. Lord, that you are with us. And God, I pray that you would help us to become aware of the moment that we're in. Lord, that we would be able to remove distractions, that we would be able to push 
away the thoughts in our heads that keep us away from seeing the things that are right in front of us. God, I pray that you would help us this holiday to let go of the distractions that keep us from engaging in real relationships that are all around us, the relationships that you call us to love in, the relationships that show us that through loving others and loving you, Lord, all of the things that you want to accomplish in this world, all of the promises that you want to keep are accomplished. So God, I pray that you would be with us, that you would empower us with your spirit, and that as we go into the world, Lord, that you would be with us. Pray this in your name.